stand with me this morning as we honor the reading of the wonderful word of the Lord. Today we're looking in the book of 2 Timothy chapter number 4. 2 Timothy chapter number 4, and we're going to read verse number 7. The Apostle Paul writes and he says, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Using for my subject today, finishing strong. Finishing strong. Father, we thank you for the incredible word of the Lord. God, I just pray today, Lord, that your word will do the work that needs to be done in the heart and the life of your people today. Father, may we be challenged and motivated and inspired today, Father, to finish out this year strong, Father. And and Lord, to finish, Lord, the way that we intended to finish when we started at the first of the year. God, I just pray your anointing, your help, Father. God, we pray against any hindrance today, Father, in the name of Jesus and for your glory. All of God's people said, praise the Lord. You may be reseated this morning. There are only 11 days remaining in the year 2015. How's this year going for you? Can you remember the expectancy? Can you remember the anticipation that you had at the beginning of this year? Did you have some resolutions? Did you set some goals? Maybe this was the year you were determined to lose that extra weight you've been carrying around. I like the little poem that says, hey, diddle, diddle, there's a bulge in my middle and I hope to whittle it soon. But eating's such fun, I won't get it done till my dish runs away with my spoon. Perhaps your goal this year was to get your finances in order. Maybe it was the year you were going to work on your marriage. Maybe it was the year you were going to go back to school and, and finish your degree. Maybe it was the year that, that, that you said, this year I'm going to become a tither, and this is going to be the year that I begin tithing. Or maybe this is the year that I'm going to be more consistent in my Bible reading. Or, or, or And the list could go on and on and on and on this morning. Well, I have a challenge for you today, and the challenge is finish strong. Now, you may or may not have done well in the pursuit of the goals that you had for this year. Truth of the matter is, there's absolutely nothing you can do about the past 354 days of this year. But let me tell you what you can do. You can start all over today and finish this year strong in the next 11 days. And let me tell you what that will do for you. What that will do for you is, this will set you up for a much better year next year. Which, by the way, will be here in 11 more days. There are three things this morning I want to talk to you about as we examine our subject, finishing strong. The first thing I want to tell you about this morning is that those who start well don't always finish well. Those who start well do not always finish well. Now, the scripture is filled with example after example of this. Let me just mention two. How about Judas? Do you understand that Judas started out well? Do you understand that he was one of the original 12 disciples? Do you understand that he was an eyewitness to all of the miracles of Jesus? 
He walked with Jesus. He talked with Jesus. He was taught by Jesus. He, he was even used in ministry by Jesus. He started out well. He, he was on the right track. He was headed in the right direction. But the truth of the matter is those who start well don't always finish well. And that was the case with Judas. Matthew chapter 27 and verse number 5 says that Judas threw down the pieces of silver and Judas went out and hung himself. Another person in the Bible who started well but did not end well was a man named Demas. We understand that Demas was a staff member on the ministry team of the Apostle Paul. Think about that this morning. Demas was set up For success. His mentor was none other than the Apostle Paul. Perhaps the greatest apostle of them all. All of the cards were stacked in his favor. And there's no doubt in my mind that Demas did well. No doubt in my mind that Demas did well. Because Paul was known for dismissing unproductive and uncooperative staff. Just ask John Mark. But the fact remains that not everyone who starts well finishes well. And so it was with Demas. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 10, Paul writes, Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this world. Let me ask you this morning, how many people do you know? You know them personally. Oh, they started started well, but they did not finish well. Maybe it was in their marriage. Maybe it was in their ministry. Maybe, maybe it was a blended family situation. I, oh, it started out well, but something happened along the way. I don't know. Maybe it's you this morning. Maybe it was in your walk with God. Oh, oh you were so excited about your newfound faith. Oh, but that excitement has subsided. And you find yourself far from where you one time were. Let me ask you this this morning. Where are you on day 354 of year 2015? Let me ask you this this morning. Where are you in comparison to where you intended to be today 354 days ago? Let me ask you this this morning. Did you sprint out of the box and did you run well for a while? But what about today? Are you even still in the race that you intended to run? You started well, but if you continue as you are today, you will not finish well. My challenge for you today is finish strong. My challenge for you today is this. You still have 11 days left in this year. You still have time to make this year a very productive Year, Even though you haven't done as well as you wanted to, you haven't done as well as you'd hoped to, you're not where you wanted to be today, where you wanted to be when you started the year. But let me tell you that you still have time this morning, you still have time to make this year a very productive year. You can still finish the year strong. Three things I want to say to you today. Number one, those who start well don't always finish well. Second thing I want to tell you this morning is those who have a poor start don't always finish poorly. Once again, we can look to Scripture and discover several examples. Let me mention two. How about Peter? 
Peter had a very ordinary beginning. He, he, he was not highly educated. Rather, he was a blue-collar fisherman. He was rough around the edges. And even though he was called into the ministry by Jesus, Peter definitely fit the description of the majority of those that are called into ministry that are described in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 through 29. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 through 29, describing those who are ordinarily called into ministry. Paul reminds them, he says, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose the world. God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. And as a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. What was was Paul saying here? Paul was saying that God doesn't always choose the sharpest knife in the drawer. That's how I got called, and that's why I'm here this morning. God doesn't always call the sharpest knife in the drawer. Somebody said, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And before Peter's Holy Spirit baptism on the day of Pentecost, he seemed to be more like a liability in the ministry rather than an asset. Seemed like Jesus was always cleaning up his messes. If you read about Peter in the early days, you'll find that he was quick-tempered. He would speak first and he would think last. He made rash and unwise decisions. See, Peter didn't exactly start out well, but the good news is those who have a poor start don't always finish poorly. And so it was with Peter. See, as much of a liability as he was in the beginning, that's how much of an asset that he became in the end. Peter became perhaps the most powerful preacher of them all. Acts chapter 5 verse 15 and 16 says, They brought sick people out into the streets and lanes of the city in hopes that even the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. And a multitude gathered bringing sick people and the demon possessed, and they were all healed. Another man who started poorly but finished powerfully was a man by the name of Paul. Paul, who was born Saul, was the very opposite of Peter. Paul was actually a very highly educated man, and he had the pride that often goes with that. He was the number one persecutor of the early church and their message of Jesus. The Bible says that he gained the authority to actually place Christians and place preachers that were preaching the message of Christ to actually put them in jail. The Bible says that that Saul, who later became Paul, was actually there and gave thumbs up when Stephen was stoned to death. You'll find that in the book of Acts chapter number 8. See, Saul was so far from where God wanted him to be that God had to literally knock him down and literally blind his eyes in order to get his attention. 
Paul, or Saul, as he was originally named, had a very rocky start, at least as far as Christianity is concerned. But those who have a poor start don't always finish poorly. And so it was with Paul. In fact, I believe that one would have to look long and hard to find anyone from the past or anyone from the present who contributed more to Christ's church than this man by the name of Paul. And as great of a threat as he was to the church in the beginning is as great of a blessing that he ended up being. The truth of the matter is this morning, those who have a poor start don't always finish poorly. And the same could be said of you this morning. Perhaps you intended for 2015 to be a stellar year for you. I mean, as you enter this new year, you enter this new year with, with great anticipation and high expectancy, man. And you were expecting this year to be off of the charts. Oh, you had great plans. You had a dream in your heart. Oh, you set some lofty goals. Man, you're absolutely aiming at the stars. And yet, for whatever reason, you, you stumbled out of the starting block and you just have never quite gotten it going at all this year. Well, the good news is, this year isn't over yet. And even though we are getting down to the very last few days of this year, there is still some time left. And although you might have started poorly, you do not have to finish Poorly. My challenge for you this morning, and actually it's not my challenge for you, I believe it is the challenge of the Lord for you today, and I believe that God's challenge for you today is to finish strong. Oh, in life, absolutely. Every day nearly, I pray and I ask God to help me to finish strong. And then I list off a whole list of areas that I want to finish strong in. And it is my, it is my greatest desire at this point in my life to finish strong. And I encourage you to finish strong in life, absolutely. But not just in life, finish strong this year. Three things I feel compelled to tell you today. Number one, those who start well don't always finish well. Number two, those who have a poor start don't always finish poorly. And number three, here's what you need to get this morning. Number three, where you are now doesn't have to determine where you will be. Where you are right now doesn't have to determine where you will be. Maria Robinson said, nobody can go back and start a new beginning, but anybody can start today and make a new ending. I want to give you five keys this morning. Five keys to finishing strong. Five things I believe that you will have to do if you are going to finish. This will work in life, but I'm talking about the year 2015 right now. I'm talking about, I'm talking about going out with a bang. I'm talking about finishing strong this year. Five keys you'll have to do in order to finish strong. Whether you started out well but faltered along the way or, or you stumbled out of the starting block and never quite got it going. Understand where you are now doesn't have to determine where you will be. First key to finishing strong this morning, and first key for finishing strong for the year 2015 is you need to remind yourself of your 2015 goals. Did you have some goals? Did you set some goals at the first of the year? If, first of the year, if you did, you need to remind yourself of your 2015 goals. Some of you have to go way, way back in, in your uh, journal or something to find it because you've already forgot. 
I think the statistic is that most people abandon their goals or their resolutions after the second week of the new year. So that's a long way back there. If you're going to finish strong this year, you're going to have to remind yourself of your 2015 goals. Where did you see yourself being today 354 days ago? What picture did you have in your mind of how you were planning things to be? What were your hopes? What were your dreams? What what were your aspirations? What was your target? What were you shooting at? Never forget, he who aims at nothing never misses. Five keys to finishing strong. Number one, remind yourself of your 2015 goals. Number two, second thing you need to do is you need to review your present situation. Review your present situation. Where are you today? Where are you? Where are you in comparison to where you had planned to be. Proverbs chapter 24 verses 3 and 4 says any enterprise is built by wise planning. It becomes strong through common sense and it profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. We need to know where we're at. Where are you in comparison to where you plan to be? Are you almost there? I mean, there's only 11 days left in this year. And if you're on track, then you ought to be almost there. Are you almost there? Have you almost reached the goal? Have you almost reached the prize? Have you almost done what you wanted to do? Where are you in comparison to where you plan to be? Are you almost there? Are you halfway there? Are you barely started? Let me ask you this this morning. How can you get to where you want to be if you don't even know where you are? Lamentations chapter 3 and verse number 40 says, Let us examine and search out our ways. Third thing, third key that you will have to do this morning in order to finish strong is you need to revise your goals. Revise your goals. See, sometimes we have to revise our goals. Circumstances, situations often cause our original target to become unrealistic. Sometimes we overestimate what can be accomplished in the time span allotted. See, see, here's what I know, and that is most people overestimate what they can do quickly and underestimate what they can do over time. See, we need to view life as a marathon and not a sprint. Now, in my early days of ministry, I viewed everything as a sprint. My wife's shaking her head up and down. I viewed everything as a sprint. I literally ran everywhere I went. I would run to my car, I would go to my appointment, I'd do my appointment, I'd run back out to my car, I would run to my next appointment. I would run into the church, I would run out of the church, I would run into the hospital, I'd run down the hall, I ran everywhere I went. Because I saw life as a sprint and not a marathon. And that's why I jumped around a lot the first 
20 years of my ministry. Because once I, once I met a certain goal, I moved on. Literally. You know, U-Haul and all. Today, today I see ministry not as, as a sprint, but I see ministry as a marathon. And so today, once I reach a certain goal, I just set a new goal. And the fruit of our ministry is drastically increased the past 20 years because of the change of this mentality. I wish I had realized this early on, but it was what I was taught. As you review your goals for this year, you might discover that that you are so far from your target that, that it is absolutely ridiculous to think that you can reach it in just 11 more days. And that's okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's okay. See, see, the target is just something that you shoot at. You don't hit the bullseye every single time. And just because you don't hit the bullseye doesn't mean you failed. You only fail if you stop shooting at it. So you might need to revise your goals. And if you made great goals for this year and, and you started out well but you stumbled along the way or made, and, and you know it's been a long time since you even visited those goals or thought about those goals or, or those dreams. Or maybe you stumbled right out of the starting block, man. Uh, man, you never even got it going. Well, listen, it's unrealistic to think that in 11 days you can do what you thought you were going to do in 365 days. And if that's you this morning, don't, don't stop aiming, don't stop shooting, amen, but just revise your goals. You might need to say to yourself, there's just no way I can hit the bullseye in the 11 days remaining in this year. I'm not going to reach my goal. I'm fooling myself. It's useless. I'm not going to reach my goal. But I still, I, you need to tell yourself, I still have 11 days left. And in those 11 days, I can sure get a lot closer to it than I am right now. I may not get there. I may not hit the bullseye. But if I get going right now, I can get a whole lot closer to it than I am right now. And hear me this morning, listen to me, listen. Even though life is a marathon, and it is, but even though life is a marathon and it is not a sprint, sometimes, sometimes in the midst of the marathon, you have to sprint for a short time. You can't sprint for the whole marathon, but there are times intermittently in the marathon, man, especially when you find yourself far behind in the pack, that listen, you need to pick it up a little bit, and you need to put it in high gear for a little bit, and you need to sprint. And even though life is a marathon, there are times in our lives when it's time we need to sprint for a short time. Well, let me tell you, for some of you this morning, now's the time to sprint. You have 11 days... To sprint. The fourth thing that you'll have to do this morning to finish strong. You have to refuse the temptation to quit. Sometimes because we realize we're not going to hit our target or reach our goal. 
The temptation is just to throw up our hands and say, what's the use? What's the use? The target is too far. The goal is too far ahead. There's no way I'll ever reach the goal. There's no way I'll ever hit the target. So what's the use? And so, and so the tendency is and the temptation is just to throw up our hands and say, what's the use? But hear me this morning. If you do, you won't finish strong. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10 says, If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. And Paul writes in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, he says, Do not grow weary while doing the right thing. At just the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. I love the poem of the two frogs. It says two frogs fell into a deep cream bowl. One was an optimistic soul, but the other took the gloomy view. We shall drown, he cried, without more ado. So with a last despairing cry, he flung up his legs and said goodbye. Shucks, said the other frog with a merry grin. I can't get out, but I won't give in. I'll just swim round till my strength is spent. Then I'll die the more content. So bravely he swam until it would seem his struggles began to churn the cream. On the top of the butter at last he stopped and out of the bowl he gaily hopped. What of the moral? Tis easily found. If you can't hop out, just keep swimming around. The fifth key this morning to finishing strong. Resolve to finish much closer to your target than you are right now. I've already told you there's only 11 days left in this year, but, but, but you can make great strides in 11 days. You can make great strides in 11 days once you determine where you are. And then you refocus on your target. And once you make up your mind to sprint... Toward the finish line. Hey, I cannot promise you this morning that you can start where you're at right now and finish number one this morning. But I can promise you with God's help this morning, He'll help you to finish strong. You might not reach your goal. You might not hit the bullseye on your target. But there's one thing that you can do. That is you can resolve to finish much closer to your target. And you are right now. Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, he said, No, I have not yet achieved this goal, but I'm going to focus on one thing. He said, I'm going to forget what lies behind me. He said, I'm going to look forward to what lies in front of me. He said, I'm going to press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Takeaway of our message today is you might not finish where you wanted to be, But you don't have to finish where you are now. And one last thing this morning, if you finish strong this year, this will set you up for success next year. I want to challenge you this morning. Finish strong. Yes, finish strong in life. I want to finish strong as a man. I want to finish strong in integrity. I want to finish strong as a husband. I want to finish strong as a father. 
I want to finish strong as a grandpa. I want to finish strong as a pastor. I want to finish strong as a son. I want to finish strong as a brother. I want to finish strong as a friend. I want to finish strong as a leader. Those are my goals that I pray every day that I would finish strong in every one of those areas. But I want to encourage you not only to finish strong in your life, but determine I'm going to finish strong this year. I'm going, to go, I'm going to examine where I'm at right now in light of where I wanted to be. And maybe I can't get all the way there, but I can get a whole lot closer. And although I understand that life is a marathon and not a sprint, I also recognize that sometimes in the midst of the marathon, you have to sprint for a while. And for some of you here this morning, it's time to sprint. The next 11 days is not a time for you to coast but a time to sprint. Father, I just pray that you'll take this word, Lord, that you have laid upon my heart this morning for this people. And I don't know what's happening in lives today. I can only imagine many things are happening today. A lot of disappointment set on our chairs today as people find themselves at the end of the year and looking back it wasn't what they intended or expected or hoped or dreamed or planned for it to be but God I pray today will not be a day to give up and say ah I'll just coast the rest of the year maybe I can get a fresh breath and a fresh start for next year no it's a time to sprint it's a time to sprint it's a time to take your hand and run and finish 